Ready to go. Well, welcome, ladies and gents. We've got, um, as you can see, a special guest here. We've got none other Bob Brown. Oh, no. Wait. There it is, Bob Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious and lovely Bob uh, Brown. i got to remember those buttons better. There's one uh, in there that was a... There it is. That's the one I wanted. Most people would probably go with that one, you know? There's a lot of people I piss off that would go with that there one. Is, there, there is. Yeah, you've you got a few rivals out there in the, the Well, world. i got people that I've pissed off in the world, and, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. it's interesting if, uh, depending on who you are, people like that. They're like, you know why I ask you questions, Bob? Because you'll tell me the truth. You give it to like, them straight? Yeah. You I got people I practice with. Yes. How do you think I'm going to do it nationals? I think you're going to go two and out. <laughs> I mean, because you know, I you like think to, the you, truth is better. You like to you like to put some money down on the sport too, from time to time. I love you like to. to gamble. Oh well, and see, I know you're bringing that up because <laughs> me and Devin Lorette, we bet every every time we every time me and Devin we're always betting. I'm I'm sure over time I'm I'm down with Devin. Yeah. Uh, we very rarely actually settle up because we're always doubling up, double yeah, down yep. on the next one. And yep. And so you know, you we, just, we see each other like once a year and we settle up and you know, yeah. that's what it is. Settle up at the bar. Exactly. Or something of like course, that. But yeah. yeah I, still cool. owe, I still owe John Milne 20 bucks. Four? There, I, kind of, I won a bet and he actually took the time to put a $20 bill in the mail with a card. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, man, and I got it. And I was like, yes, that's right, I win. And then the next bet, I lost. And, no, I have not taken the time to actually put 20 bucks S- in the mail. Send, the, send it I'm back to, to John I, oh, I forget what the match was, honestly. No, oh, that's so good. But, Bob, we're here. We're John Brzezink's home. John's at work. John's working. John's working. We're, we're podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite, the, quite the life. Where, where, where is home in the USA for you? So I live in a town called Riverton, Utah, which mm-hmm. is in the Salt Lake City Valley. John lived in Sandy, Utah. Mm. Also, we live six miles apart from each other and uh, trained together for 20 years. But practice was at my house on a weekly basis. And, you know, they were unbelievable practices. And for anyone who doesn't know Bob, give, us, give me some credentials. Like you're the current, what, Grandmasters World Champion? The current Grandmasters World Champion which means if you're over 50 and you're under 176 pounds, I can probably kick your ass. <laughs> I, well, you and I gripped up <laughs> what, two days ago, and you, you're not easy to pin. No. There's, you, you were telling me about uh, how many years and what your yeah, arms evolved into. Yeah, so I'm one of those hated sons of bitching, kings move, <laughs> mother effers. That is as straight as my arm That's goes. That's as straight as it goes. This is as close as it comes in. So Jeez. to give a little... Like, I, I'm assuming you can see the tabletop. If my arm's flat, that's, that's it. where it stops. That's it. And now, under pressure, you'll, you, it will go a little, it'll, it'll probably go to about here, straighter. Mm-hmm. But anything past that, you got to break that arm. Yeah. And, um, and so, uh, so you only lose when you sense, I got to stand up now, otherwise, I something's going to blow. Something's going to blow. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and now I wasn't, I've only really, quote unquote been a king's move guy s- this last year or so yeah and yeah. and only against elite pullers yeah you know and i've always said and you know i know i'm probably pissing some people <laughs> off sorry michael i love you <laughs> i really do um crazy george was the original king's puller that everyone called 
you know, yeah. King George. And I would, I would challenge Crazy George. I'm like, look, I want to see you. You've won every Arnold you've mm. ever won. And I've never said this to George, but you've won every Arnold there is. To, you've beat the, mo- the true monsters of our sport. Yeah, yes. I'd like to see you beat any of them or any amateur at a sit-down match. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting down. Because <laughs> he's, he's got to come forward he's and do this. He's got to come forward. <laughs> yeah. you Can he do it? I have no idea. I yeah. doubt it. Uh, uh, you know, George has always been someone that I personally have, have wanted to pull just for the, the IQ test that I feel like it is. It to, is. To it's pull. a chess match. Yeah. It's, it's not, I don't, it doesn't require strength you, to beat George. You can be elite, super heavy and not get through not if get you through go the George. wrong way. I've, <laughs> I've seen Travis, Travis will say he pinned him. No, you didn't, Travis. You, Travis went, bam, stood up. Yay, I win. I'm like, dude, you didn't <laughs> pin him. I, he never hit the pad. And, uh, uh, however, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, however, <laughs> boom, the, there'll be amateur arm wrestlers that give crazy George that same seven minute long match. Yeah. You know, and I love George. George is a great guy. Mm. I mean, he really is. Um, I think there's a lot of matches he wouldn't win if his arm went straight. Michael mm. Todd. I love the guy. I think there's a lot of matches he wouldn't win if, if his arm went straight. Yeah. Uh, Devin Lorette, most recently. He's starting to do it, isn't he? He's like, starting more to and do more. it. He's starting to do it. And here's the funny thing about, you know, you've, I, I had this amateur come to my practice. You need to teach me the king's move. Mm. I literally smacked him upside the head. Yeah. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if your arm goes straight, you cannot, it, the king's move cannot be done mm. within anyone's rules. Yeah. If your arm goes straight, it cannot physically that's, be done. That's mine now. It's it's not significantly bent, but it w- it won't straighten. Right, and, and I can and I I feel like I kind of do the same thing as a king's mover, but I have because you're, I can't do it. You're maintaining here, it. With I power. have to do it with a bicep. Right, you're maintaining it with actual with actual power. I saw yeah. you training Berzink a little bit, and he was doing. It. I'm like, oh dear, <laughs> but maintaining it with actual power. Yeah. Um. And I will grant you, it, it take you know, even when you get me out there, I've got to tense up and fight off the last bit when yeah. you get to the tendon and the bone. You, I've got to fight that off with actual power. Mm. But I don't think the stop would have ever happened in the first place yeah. if it wasn't. Well, when, when, when you pull against the King's Mover, there is a very noticeable spike in resistance. Right. Like, when I pulled you, I could move you, move you, move you, move you, move you. No, I can't move you. It's like, what is just here? Exactly. That I can't move. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I mean... I, lo- I, I love the King's Move. I think oh. it's copped a bad rap. It has copped a bad... It has copped a bad rap because people are doing it outside of the rules. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to blame the WAL and their table. Yes. The long pad, the low pin pads has mm-hmm. allowed... Genuinely straight arm kings. Genuinely move. straight arm kings. Which <laughs> and and the thing is, is but their arm is in a losing. Their arm is over here in the losing position. Yeah. Their this part of their arm, the humerus bone, is at a downward angle, which means their shoulder is level than their elbow, mm. and that foul should be called. And it's and what will happen yeah. is guys will go, boom, come mm. back up, yeah, boom, come just dip into just it. Di- and, you know they, they get away with it. They're just stupid looking. Anyway, Bob, we got um, we're here in John Brzezinski's home, and we've been listening to John analyze the top eight he's been watching carefully he watched 
he watched uh, Krazy and Cadet Chapul. He's yeah. and he's he's discovered that he's facing David Dadakan. Um, right. How do you think John's going to go in there? You know John better than most of us by a long way. So here's the thing about John that he is not a one trick pony. Mm. Even people who aren't one trick ponies really are. Like they're mm. great top rollers and decent hookers. Mm. Or great hookers and decent top rollers. So when you when you're a top roller and you can't top roll someone, ninety nine out of a hundred people are just going to try to either top roll harder or try to top roll in a slightly, slightly different, different way. Yeah. John will just flat out hook you. Yeah. If a hook if the top roll don't go, the very next match he might flat out hook you. Or and he can he can press off the go too. Uh, right? He can press off the he can he can press off the go, and then he's got a lot in within transition. He has full faith to go from a top roll, top roll, top roll, jump way behind and press. <laughs> it's not let me slowly work back here. Yeah, he just commits. Just goes and he just goes because he knows once he gets there, he's still so you super think the, strong. You think John's versatility is gonna. Is going to win the match. He's going to win the match. Yeah, because, you know, I and I, I, I refer to him as a kid because he's a kid. I just discovered last night, I mean, he won the youth world championship mm. just last year. Yeah, Which crazy. means he's only, he's only 22. Young. Yeah, I, I don't know. Leave us a comment. If you know how old David Dadakhan is, comment it with yeah. certainty. Because he seems older than, like, he looks like a 30-year-old. He's got a yeah. big beard and he doesn't look young to me. But Well, he has to be... In in November of nineteen, he had yeah. to be twenty one. Yeah, okay. You know, he had to be twenty one. So he's twenty two years old. Twenty one. Well, he's 22. got heaps of room. Oh, to go. so now that's the, exactly. So that's the thing. You know, when you're twenty one years old, and he looks fast. You yeah, you can your strength gains can continue to go up a lot more than mm. when you're fifty years old. Yeah. Like even if John came into this in his absolute top form, mm. it'll only be the strongest he's ever been in the past. He's mm. not getting any stronger. Yeah. No, and he's not you know, you know, you know, John said to me the, uh, something the other day that I thought, wow, that, that's going to scare the arm wrestling world. Uh, John said he's never fully prepared for a match. He never has. He's never in his life no. fully gone in, all in on preparing for a match. Nope, he never has. <laughs> and given all that John has done and now dominant, it makes me think, oh, man. And, and he said, ah, look, if I get through round one... I think I'll fully prepare. I think I'll right. properly give it my mind commitment to right. fully prepare because I think John's a little worried that his shoulders aren't what they used to be. Yep, he knows his hand is still there. Hand is still his solid. Hand is, his hand is phenomenal. Yep. But I just can't believe that John has self-admittedly said he's never prepared. That, that well, to me is amazing. The reality is, is if you go back far enough, when has he needed to prepare? There, yeah. has, there has always <laughs> been... Not just a little gap yeah. between him and the next best guy. There was a huge gap between yeah. him and the next best guy. And then if you earmark that a little further and say within his own weight class, mm. oh, yeah. the gap it was, was extraordinary. extraordinarily huge. So yeah. he's never had to really prepare. Well, you and I did some rehab pulling yesterday. Yep. And we, we rehab pulled. And my whilst rehab pulling with you on my right, I felt like... I could just make minor adjustments. Right. John jumped up to do some rehab pulling, and I'm like, "You can't move." I'm like, "I I can't let go of this grip because I lose everything." Exactly. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. Rehab pressure. Right. 
Exactly. The, man, the man's pronation and cupping seems to be, you were telling me earlier, that's the thing that sets that's him apart? That's what makes John, John. It's his hand yeah. and his ability. He doesn't, when he decides he wants to hook, it, the match goes to a hook. <laughs> when he decides he wants to he top did, roll. I tried that with him the other day, and he said, you do anything, I'm putting it in a hook. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> goes into a because just his hand ability to go like this or like this or like this and yeah and it's great and and he can cut from a low position from a high position you know mm. like just what we were just talking about most people only ever train their cut from a low position mm. very very few people train their cut from a high position and yeah. they'll train knuckles up what I, you know Devin calls it rising yep you know I call it knuckles up and uh, and they'll chain wrist curl but they never train them at the same time which is what every top roller should be training mm. you know yeah and i think john just through his work just through being a mechanic he's always been yeah. doing something plus genetics <coughs> i mean most people don't know his brother mm. hardly anyone knows his father yeah. and i i guarantee you if his father stepped back onto the stage today at i'm guessing around age 70 mm. Would would still scare some kids. I think kids. he'd have to because John's fifty five now, so he must be. Well, must yeah. Be so my dad's late seventy eight. Yeah, my dad's seventy eight. So I'm gonna guess his is. Yeah, must be late seventies. Yeah, yeah. No, well, and well, his brother well, Bill, da- David Dadakan, um If you look at his style, he's fast. Okay. Without a doubt, he's fast. That's the biggest problem for John. Yeah, because John's not fast anymore. He's a <laughs> slow old man now. Because <laughs> like you, you asked John yesterday if he's going to do any ready go training between now and and then, and he, he pretty much said no because he knows how much it hurts. How much it hurts his shoulder. So he knows what'll happen if yeah, he really slams into somebody. There isn't really benefit, so he will just wait till the night and then do it, and then try to do it, exactly. <laughs> and then get ready for the months later. But yeah. But, and um, he'll never hit. He'll never hit going really crashing. It's it's just going to be a little, chink, you yeah, know. It's just going to be disengage you. My it. hand's stronger. What that, are you going to do? That's what it's going to be. And then gently, exactly. whilst managing his own shoulder, like hundred percent right. Pin his opponent. Yep. Yeah. So so David Dedekind's speed is the one thing. John. So round round one, there's a chance David wins. Round one. I, I agree. Um, but I feel like round two, there's not. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> because let's just, you know, David, David, let's try, he's going to probably top roll. And he might hit John right to the pad. And then John's going to make a decision. He's going to go, my hand's not strong enough to stop the top roll. Mm. And he's just going to turn straight to a hook. And David's going to think he's going to top roll again. He's not. Yeah. He's going to hook. Yeah. It's going to be good. And, and then, um, John, John against let, let's assume John wins that first round. Then he, I think he's going to have Oleg Petrenko by the the way the the draw goes. Who's the understudy of Andre Pushkar? Right. Um, a kind of a slightly smaller version of Andre. Right. Come crashing down, kind right. of guy. Which I honestly think is is good for John because mm. the Andre Pushkars of the world, who stand straight up and basically go sideways, mm. can be manipulated if you're a top roller they're allowing you mm. to top roll you got to have the strength to do it mm. if you're a hooker you'll sink the hook mm. you'll you'll be able to do what you want to do whether it works or not it's another whether story. you get it in in time is the exactly question. and so again john will try to top roll and if it doesn't work he'll just try to hook and john's to probably got roll. the hand to do it like oh yeah getting getting a crasher to either turn in or go out is 
requires hand. Less less about side pressure, which John doesn't. Right. John doesn't have a lot of side pressure with his shoulder. Right. But he has the the best hand still, I think. And if he really wants to force that crasher in, put your hand up, I assume. That you want me to be the crasher? No, no, you be the crasher. Most people will grab here and crash. Yep. John, John will grab there. Crash. <laughs> it's It's going in. If you're the crasher. I can't right? imagine having hands that strong that you just like that. But whatever. Well, I can't wait can, to see it. A guy who can grab Cleve Dean that low and throw him into a hook. Yeah. You've got a strong yeah. hand. <laughs> and then I, I think the the guy that is the scariest for John's got to be Kudgalion Garbayev. But he's um, got to get through Rustam Babayev, right? Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't Man, Rustam's <laughs> a bad dude. Rustam's, and Rustam is... Just, well, he's he's just a hooker who's a hooker who's a hooker who's a hooker. Yeah. And it's funny because he sets up like a top roller and, and then comes crashing it. down. And um, for a guy who pulls like this, you would think that Rustam's going to lose, and he so very rarely does. Mm, yeah. Well, it's going to be good. I think I think we're, it's, it's not that far away in a couple of months. I think right. Nothing's been officially released, but I think it's going to be April. Right. I'm hoping. I think so. it's going to be April, but um. And then in the heavyweight division. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling. Oh you. man, ha- we've we saw it yesterday. Dave Chafee cleaned up Rimkus yep. straight through, and he's drawn Levon. Well, and I, you know, I know that they like free drawed those things, and it was mm-hmm. just luck that it played out that way. Shoot, man, if I'm PAL, I'm setting that stuff up so yeah. those two don't hit each other till the final. Yeah, because that you know? that that probably is the final right it there. Is it the should final. have been the final. I think. I think um, I don't think Lalayton could have beaten Chafee. I don't feel, um, but Levan may. Uh, I, I, my gut feel is Levan deserves to be the favourite, but but there's such a big but. I, I think Dave Chafee has more side pressure. You know, I like to wager a little. bit. <laughs> Give me some odds. I'll take Dave Chafee. <laughs> I want Nobody, Dave Chafee. I know you want him, but you said you were going to give the edge oh, okay, to Levan. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I get you. I want Dave Chafee to win, but I, I feel like Levan. I is want the Dave Chafee to win, and I think Dave Chafee's going to win. Okay. All right. All right. Well. So, and I've I've traveled with Dave, and I let me tell you a funny Dave story. <laughs> we're going to Russia, and for some reason I forget why we had to fly into a town and then drive three hours because there was problem with flights or whatever. It's me, my wife, Dave Chafee, someone else, a couple of uh, Russians, interpreters, and we're driving through Russia. Mm. And we get stopped at one of these police checkpoints. Mm. And the, the guy's like, oh, it's no biggie, just hold on. He gets out. The next thing you know, they're looking in the car. <laughs> I'm starting to get nervous. I'm thinking, like, bad things are going to happen. They open up the door. I'm thinking, what, are we smuggling drugs? They pulled Dave Chafee out, and I'm thinking, it's, it's over. Like, they're pulling us out of this van. Yeah. And the freaking police officer recognized Dave Chafee <laughs> as an arm wrestler and just wanted won. A photo. He wanted a photo. Oh, you kidding me. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. we're, like, in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just crazy. Cool. Well, it was crazy. D- Dave is one of those guys that I think, like, there is no better word than just strong to, to characterize Dave Chafee. Uh, yes. I don't think he has a traditional shape about him. True. He's just that strong. He's him and Richard Lipkiss. They're the same animal. Yeah. I love Richard to death. I love David to death. They're both ungodly strong. Do you call it a top roller hook? What do you call it I that he does? Just 
<laughs> he just, I'm just going. Yeah, just, I call it a piston. He's <laughs> twisting power. I remember I, I did an interview with Dave Chafee a, a year or two ago, and Dave Chafee told me about his sledgehammer training. Oh. Now, I can hold a sledgehammer. At the time, I don't know what I can do now, but back then I used to be able to hold an eight-pound sledgehammer and, and get some reps. Right. Dave's doing a 25-pound sledgehammer. Reps. Now How far? Like three foot out? Like yeah, a, a regular yeah. hammer? 25 pound sledgehammer. Yeah, well, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and and it's, uh, the physics of that, it's not just a 13 pound or whatever difference. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, it's multiplication. It's, it's magnified <laughs> yeah. so further out. His twisting yeah. power is yeah. just, and hence no one can really nope. force him into a deep hook. Well, I, I saw John do it in, right. uh, at the Russian A1. But well, and that was... After, After the death match that he had with Saplinkov. Yeah. So Dave's really the only guy that's looked stronger than Saplinkov in a stopped match that I've ever seen. Uh, then you need to look at the footage between Richard Lepke's and Saplinkov. Richard Lepke's at the Arnold yes, did the exact same thing. Yeah. Richard did Dave, ever, finish did Dave ever, ever pulled Richard Lepke's? I don't believe so. But that She's had a beer. Because <laughs> she I think... <laughs> It's so hard to know what you know. Who's yeah. stronger, the guy that benches five hundred or the guy that benches five hundred one? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think Richard was probably stronger than at his best. I really believe it. Yeah, I, Richard. I, really I saw do. Richard Wang, uh, or I think Shirley's Richard's wife. Yeah. Posted the other day with Richard Wang three hundred and forty pounds. Pounds. Yeah. And he's lean as he's hell. Lean. <laughs> That's a big dude. That's a big dude. <laughs> he stayed at our house one time on the way down to a tournament in Vegas or whatever it was, and. That man can eat. Mm, I bet. And we, we went to the gym <laughs> together, and he's doing pull-ups with hundreds of pounds hanging off his body and doing dips with hundreds of pounds hanging off his body. Mm. You know, I get on a sit-down row machine, you know, where there's pins. He just puts it at the bottom, starts going like this. Let's go, goes like this. Let's go. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, crazy. He, he is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gents, we are going to take a break right here and we're going to be back again very shortly with more from Bob Brown. <laughs> There's the chief of Bob. Yay. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Alrighty, we, guys, we are back. We're with Bob Brown. We were just, uh, we w before the break, we were talking about Dave Chafee, Richard Lovkies, um, Russian A1, um, and we touched on Saplenkov. Uh, the whole climate shifted when Andrei Pushka died. Yes. He was he was number one. He was the man. Um, Saplenkov was kind of number two in a lot of people's eyes. Uh, we had Levan on the rise. We had Dave Chafee looking dominant. But so much has changed in the last twelve months. Who do you who do you see as the top three guys right arm out there right now? Who I think would win in a super match format, uh, best of five or six, one on one, is Michael Todd. Michael Todd would beat everyone in the world one on one. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now I um, especially when I saw Levon's wrist get cracked back, and everyone's going, "His wrist never got cracked back, dude." Look at the video. His wrist opened up and cracked, cracked back. Mm. Michael Todd will beat him every. I think he'll beat him the very first match, not mm. just wait to tire him out in the fourth match. He's going to do it right from the get-go. Um, and then, um, but that's a functionality of styles. Mm. 
after that, I'll say LeVon, I'll say uh, Dave Chafee, and a fully prepared Travis Badgent. Because I think I Travis like can oh, still yeah. out-top roll. All these great top rollers that yeah. are in, he can still out-top roll them. I think Travis could probably out-top roll LeVon. Mm. His hit would be so hard that he would – he's not going to hit him to the pad, but he's going to hit him and crack the wrist here, yeah. and then LeVon's going to have to fight that. from that, and yeah. he's not going to be able to. I, will, I, I like that you said Travis. To me, I think Travis cops a lot of heat. Unnecessarily, well, I, I think he's still totally relevant. Totally relevant. Yeah, um, he's just annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and if I agree, if if there was money and he was motivated, oh, yeah. I think a tra because for me the undeniable thing that Travis is the best at worldwide is winning the setup and the go. Oh, he wins yeah, that absolutely. He wins that, and he's I mean, he's and brilliant he, at it. He's know? probably not as strong as those guys, but because he wins the setup and the go. Right, it it tips things towards his favor. Exactly. You, yeah. If you know when he beat Dave Chafee mm. in that WAL. Yeah. I mean, if those guys <laughs> would just grip and slowly build pressure, yeah, Dave Travis wins. Would have been crushed. Yeah, but but the way and and don't get me wrong, in this motion, mm. Travis is freight trainingly strong. Yeah. Like yeah. freight trainingly strong, um, which takes everyone out of position. So. Mm. I mean, yeah. his strength is incredible. Just and if, not if we see if we uh, if we see Saplinkov get back to health, um, do you think he can beat Levan? Given that he will straight away slot back into PAL. Honestly, I have no idea because the truth is, is I have no idea how strong Levan is. Yeah, we have seen some top rollers hang him up a little bit. Because mm. uh, you're right, who and it's nothing against Levan, but. No. Levan rose at a time where he was coming up under Andre. Right. And he was also coming up under Saplinkov. Yep. Andre died, Saplinkov got sick. Yep. And so he ended up only having to beat Lalayton to be seen as the man. As the man, right. So we, he is the man. He, he uh, has not actually been... We haven't seen... He hasn't him. been tested by a known product. Yeah. You know, it's not like with bench pressing. Look, if you get over 700 pounds, we know you're a freak of nature. Yeah. Right, it's different when you don't know how much the bar weighs. Yeah, <laughs> so Chafee will be his first real, like, legitimate sort legitimate, of legitimate. Yep, and match. that and so that'll answer, that will match will probably answer the question of how do we think Levon would have done Pushkar because yeah. when Pushkar pulled Chafee fresh for fresh, everyone healthy, Pushkar won. Mm. You know, so if if Chafee beats Levon, everyone is going to say yeah. Pushkar is the greatest. Yeah. You know? I think d- I do think Pushkar <coughs> deserves the title of perhaps the strongest there has been. Uh, I gr- I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he you, I heard you ask John the other day how many people have a winning record on you. Andre was one of the ones that John said. That's right. Um, and yeah, and he was only thirty three when he died too. Right. So there so was there was upside still. He he still had some upside left. Yeah. You know, not left arm. I'd say Saplinkov is better left arm. I think. Pushkar only beat him once or something left. Right. But right, Andre was just banging people. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So so you think Chafee's going to beat Levan in the top eight? Yep. Um, so n- given that they're on the same side of the draw, you think l- anyone can stop the Leighton? Um, or is he going to uh, be in the final again? I think he'll just be in the final again. And now the Leighton, with that high, crazy, hard top roll, mm. 
is going to give the same problems. Well, he's got Krasimi Kostadinov as an opening round. I think he'll out top roll Krasi and beat him. Yeah. Uh, but when he, whether Levon wins or Dave Chafee wins, I say they're in the final against the Leighton, and both of those guys are going to have a problem against the Leighton. Yeah. Because you once that hand opens up, that yeah. wrist cracks back. You, you, you think the Leighton will adjust enough? Let's say he faces Levon again, given what Levon did last time, kind of contain post. Right. He lost his wrist a bit, but then got control. I think. Uh, Le Leighton, am I saying that right? Le Leighton's yeah. <laughs> ability to create back pressure yeah. has the ability to make more gains than yep. Levon's ability to stop it. Yeah. So, yeah. given enough time, the top roller generally always wins. Yeah. Because I hate it. Yeah. I, I do agree that it's hard to hold on to the top rollers when 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 the physicality is even. Right. Top rollers tend to crack hands. I crack hands. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be a, a more physical guy yep. to be able to say no. Right. I mean, the 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 muscle groups to create back pressure mm. are generally, given enough time, stronger than the little muscles to create hand pressure. Yeah. So that's why the strap was invented. Yeah. Because you couldn't hold on to each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Bob, Bob, are you a fan of? Um, PAL or WAL or you love both. Where does it sit for you? Oh, I, I love them all. I mean, I wish the I, I, I wish the PAL put on a better show because their show is like watching paint dry. <laughs> you know, the WAL puts on a great show. It's entertaining. I mean, they can both be tweaked a little bit, but mm -hmm. the WAL does a much better show. Mm -hmm. I, uh, the lev the caliber of arm wrestlers at both of them are incredible. Mm. I think it sucks that you probably won't ever see a PAL guy arm wrestle a WAL guy. Mm. Although, Chafee's our you know our one. Well, well Chafee's he's one. Our, he's our only exception to that rule. And, and I don't know what the what the goings on are with him and WAL. Whether he's still in good standing, let's say. Right. Can he come back? Uh, I imagine he could. I don't know. I haven't heard of any animosity between them. So no, I would, but if I'm the WAL, I will welcome him back with open arms, especially if he wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Well, he, well, uh, obviously, the fact that he lost to Michael Todd and, and Devin Larratt in the WAL uh, is an interesting story. But a lot of people will say it's because of the WAL rules and style that he lost. I, that a lot of people say could Devin Larratt beat Dave Chafee in top eight? I think it maybe yeah. I think Devin knows how to, but it'd be harder because of the smaller pads. Right. So the biggest, and it's and and what it what it is with the bigger and smaller pads is the distance that the top roller can get away mm. from the hooker yeah. or from the side pressure guy. The further you can separate, I remember the day they showed those pads, the nine by nines. I walked yeah. up to him. <laughs> I said, "You instantly gave every top roller an advantage." Yeah. Because the top roller can now drag back two inches further away from that guy. Yeah. And so, and two inches is freaking huge. Yeah. I say you put uh, Dave Chafee against uh, Travis. Oh, Devin. Devin, thank you. God damn it. <laughs> you bring them to, you force them to be just two inches closer. Yeah. That's, a, that's a totally different game. Yeah, the, the less running and more hooking going that's on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting the way I, I think it, w it was what Travis and Devin that designed or that influenced the the original design. Wait a minute, you're telling me top rollers originally <laughs> designed something to favor a top roller? Uh, is Devin the top roller? 
Devin was a, a an inside pull for a Devin long time. Devin can go anywhere. I'll give yeah. Devin. Devin can go anywhere. He's yeah. he's legit. He's a legitimate monster hooker, monster mm. top roller, very great tactician. Yeah. I mean, he can transition on the table. I mean, you picking him to teach you technique, or mm. and whether he taught it to you or more so, you just learned it from him because you yeah. can you can learn real fast. Yep. Um, perfect person to watch. Yeah. And then strength perfect person to pay attention to is Todd Hutchins mm. you know would I listen to Todd about technique maybe not so much <laughs> sorry Todd love you brother uh, but those two guys listening to them is is the perfect yeah. way to go uh, oh you mentioned two people there Devin Larratt Todd Hutchins you were in Todd Hutchins corner at WAL 501 <laughs> I had yeah I had a little too much to drink that night apparently <laughs> I actually love the rivalry oh. that I see between you and Devin Larratt at WAL. Oh, okay. I find it hilarious. <laughs> this is one of the and best. behind the scenes, I mean, I talk to Devin all the time. I love yeah. Devin. I, I consider him a very good friend. I, I believe he considers me a very good friend. Yeah. But we don't – good friends can give shit shows to each other yeah. and get away with it because you're yeah, good friends. You respect each other. You know, and and that's what we do. <laughs> you know? no, I, love, I love that, seeing that. I think it's hilarious. I love the way – Oh, uh, Dev was at you and said, your boy quit first round. But, like, the reality was Todd Hutchins pinned him oh, first round. Oh, he pinned him three <laughs> different times. I've got screenshots that spanned three seconds, three yeah. full seconds of him below that line. Yeah. You got Devin's forearm, and even if you, you know, question that, look at the picture. Devin's forearm is laying flat on the elbow pad, the yeah. pad that his elbow's on, he's backed <laughs> up. His arm is flat on the elbow pad. I don't care where your wrist is; that needs to be a damn pin. You, yeah. you can't, you can't go no further down. <laughs> yeah, uh. I, I agree. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> the pressure of the moment, the down ref didn't call it. She was waiting for the head ref to call it, and then they missed that window. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, it was a pin. Even Devin said it was a oh, pin. Oh yeah. Afterwards, he like it was a pin. And all but. of a sudden, so now take that. Call that pin. Mm. All the wear and tear on Todd's arm isn't there anymore. Yeah. And he's super fresh as a daisy. In my opinion, he does the exact same thing again. The exact same movement straight down to the pad again. Yeah. And now in the third match, Devin's going to adjust. And I still think Devin probably would have won that thing 3-2. Yeah. But. It would have been a that was much closer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Todd's. You know, from an arm standpoint, it's way stronger than Devin. Yeah. You know, it's just that hand. But uh, yeah. as we just discussed, back pressure. Well, that's it. it, it uh, to quote Devin Larratt, it is certainly a windy path to the top. There is the fact that we don't get to ever turn back time and try something different. Right. It's, it's the, the only way we can measure the success is on the table. Are you winning? And, right. and, and there are people who have gotten all the way to the top of that winning process with table time only. Yep. Then you got people like Todd who just lives in the in the grind of the gym. Yep. Uh, and everything in between. Everything in between. You've, you've, you've been friends with a lot of people that have made it to the top. Who's yep. right, in your opinion? Who's, who's most right? If, if, you're, if you're building a crop of future champions, what do you instruct them to do? You get strong in the gym. You learn how to arm wrestle on the table. But you have to bring your strength together in the gym on the table. John Berzink, in my opinion, could have been much stronger than he actually was. Yeah. If he would have adopted more in the gym time. But gym yeah. time's boring. He hates the gym, doesn't he? He hates the gym. 
Yeah. The only time he went to the gym is me and him <laughs> were trying to work on our bench press one time for about six or eight months. We went to the gym two, three times a week. Yep. You know? And uh, so if, if, if Devin Larratt went and trained like Todd Hutchins for two years, he would make huge gains. Do you think he would be a f- he would go to the next level? Yes. And if Todd Hutchins stepped out of the gym and just went and arm wrestled with someone like Devin and did nothing else, you think he would be a better arm wrestler? There's careful words. Would he be a better? Would he arm get better wrestler? results? Would he get better results? Yes, because as soon as you transition to something new, you're going to have a spike in gains. Yeah. If if Todd Hutchins did nothing but arm wrestle once a week for the next six months, mm. I think the gains he would make on the table would be better than if he just went to the gym right now because yeah. he's made huge gains through the gym. And he's still making gains, mm. but an incremental amount, like 1%, yeah. 2%. Now, if you can now learn how to get better angles, <laughs> Todd Hutchins, wearing your vector shirt, you know, I, I've told Todd a hundred times at practice, top roll. I don't yeah. care what you're doing, top roll. Hold people in top roll. Someone's easy, just hold them in a top roll, give it away, take it back. Get that be second nature, mm. you know. Me, John, and Todd stood right there, a half a bottle of whiskey into it, yeah. talking about training. John's like table time only. Todd's, you know, going to the gym. And I said, Todd, you are l- your, your hook is so far above everyone else's in WAL in mm. the 195-pound class. No one else's hook is even close. Mm. Train your top roll, just top roll, just top roll. John said, stick with what you're good at. I'm like, no, you should be top rolling. <laughs> well, now that he jumped up into the heavyweight division, he should have stuck with his top rolling. Yeah. You know? well, it is interesting. I, I love the sport that it is this, and, and we get this one crack at it, and we allocate whatever we think. And like I, I, I started out in the Devin Larratt School of Full of Thought, four years, only table time, effectively. Yeah. Um, I then realized I needed some side pressure and started getting in the gym. Didn't know how to be in the gym. Eventually... Worked it out. I Todd's the t- took over, right? And honestly, now I'm trying to I'm trying to do Todd's scientific basis of how to get strong with a table time emphasis as part of it. Perfect. Yeah. And if you really, I've said this too. I mean, if you really understand the philosophy of arm wrestling, or I'm sorry, the philosophy of getting strong, which is what Todd Hutchins does, mm. it can be applied on the table. If you yeah. Watch how John arm wrestles, how he trains. Mm-hmm. And you watch, and you just said their philosophies. They're basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> John or Todd does single rep maximums and goes to failure. He does plyometrics. Yep. He does them with bands and chains and whips yep. and sexy toys. <laughs> John does it on the table. John gets on the table, yep. lets someone grab him. John just tightens everything up and holds and goes until you quit. Mm. And then he grabs another one and goes until they quit. Eventually, John dies, Mm. you know. So he went to 100% maximum, sheer exhaustion. It just took a little longer. Mm. And then he'll sit down for 15 minutes. He'll come back and do it again. And he's getting plyometrics when people are swinging on him. Because they're swinging on him. Yeah. Okay. Then when he wants to do a true one rep maximum – He's like, Bob, come over here. I grab him with two arms, mm. and he just fires back as hard as he possibly can. Mm. 
for as long as he can, which, you know, is 15, 20 seconds, whatever. And then to get the mental aspect of it in. Because if you're not tricking your brain to get mm-hmm. out of your own way of training, you're not reaching your full potential. Yeah. So yeah. me and John, this is what I used to like to do, is I'd grab him with two hands and I'd start working his wrist and it'd be like, okay, I'm going to hold him like this until I think I can let go and, and all of a sudden have a fight. Because the second you can have a fight, adrenaline spikes. Yep. And all of yep. a sudden it's like, whoa, this is real. And both of you go harder yeah. than and you normally tr- would go. When you have that true balance, you, you feel different things too. Oh, you so definitely yeah. feel different things. Being I'm bullied feels rubbish. You can't learn much. And being yep. the bully, you don't learn anything else. It's 100%. Yeah. You know, the best guy to train with is the guy who's your equal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I can't tell you the number of times I'd be like this. Yeah. Nope, not yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> and then finally, as soon as I got it, I was like, yes. And then we could mess around, and it was, yeah. it was exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, well th- th- there's. Th- I like where our wrestling's position right now with Top 8 coming up, WAL's about to start. I feel like the sport's in a good place, and it's um, it's exciting. The, the season, seeing John back in, is yeah. truly exciting that's for crazy. all of the sport. Um Seeing Dave against Levan, another big thing that everyone's going to look forward to this year. Yeah. Um, and on a lower note, the explosion of the internet and the ability for new audiences to see the sport. Oh. Uh, we've got, we, we talked about it. We, a lot of people are critical of the Juju Mufus and Larry Wheels and Eddie Hall's pulling, but they're bringing audiences, aren't they? They're bringing audiences. We said it the other day, the WAL needs to set up Air, uh, Mendelssohn. Eric Mendelson? Uh, Scott Mendelson against Scott Mendelson against Eric Spotto. Yeah. I, I joined them. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those guys independently, and I'll bet most of the people watching right now know who Mendelson is. Yeah. I'll bet most of them don't know who Spotto is. Yeah. But the entire bench pressing community and power strength community knows Eric Spotto. And that's Spotto. a bigger community. And that's a bigger community because Eric Spotto broke Mendelson's so world record. A lot, for a, lot of, a lot of arm wrestlers get protective of their sport. A lot of arm wrestlers oh. say, no, you can't put. Juju Mufu against Larry Wheels. Absolutely. Uh, because they're not good arm wrestlers, which in like in reality, it's true. Right. Sam Harris would kick the ass of, of either one of those guys. Right. But can't, I feel like arm wrestlers need to look to the, the greater good. Yeah, So and it is the greater good. If, if you bring in Mendelssohn and Spado and put them against each other, you're going to bring... A hun- you're going to bring in a million new viewers, yeah. strength viewers, strength viewers yeah. that are going to watch what our would, sport. What would you do with the winner? Then you take that winner and put him up against a real arm wrestler. And all of a sudden, and so then in the second show, and, uh, all w- those Like million- a, a mid-level arm wrestler? Like no, a- I'd put him against a stud. Yeah. I'd put him against a monster. Okay. And that way, all those... The million new viewers are going to view back in because they just saw yep. Eric Spado beat Mendelssohn, which, by the way, Eric Spado would beat Mendelssohn. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all those people are going to watch again. Yeah. But now they're going to watch him get smashed by oh, yeah, a real, a real arm, arm wrestler. wrestler. And all of a sudden, you've got to question from actual like strength people are going to be like, I, oh, my God, I gotta, this arm wrestler I, I gotta tell strong. You, it's actually, you, you're spot on. And... There's proof of that happening on my YouTube channel right now. A couple of weeks ago, Derek Smith pulled Larry Wheels on the side table. Yes. At LA FitX or whatever. Yep. And Derek 
was beating yep. him comfortably. Obviously, a lot of people watched that because Larry put, made a video about it. And so everyone's now asking, who's this Derek Smith guy? I have a video of Derek Smith pulling John. Right. And John looking like he's turning the Sunday paper. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, hang on, this is the dude that just crushed Larry. Who's this old man that's crushing, <laughs> crushing Exactly. Him? I mean... Ex- <laughs> so the questions are being asked now by people exactly. that have never seen the sport They've never seen the sport. And all of a sudden, Derek Smith, no disrespect, but not a monster in our sport. No. no. He is... For a, for a brief period of time, a god to the Larry Wheel Larry fans. Wheel fans. Yeah. And now they're just learning. That and they there's can layers. Keep, that there's way more layers. The, the funny thing is, there's layers between Derek and John. Many layers. Many layers. <laughs> Many <laughs> layers. Because we, we kind of went straight to the top layer there with John. But right, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. That, you know, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, you, we need to show the world. Yeah. That arm wrestling is like you can't just step into this sport and think you're a badass, right? Yeah. So you put these two guys against these two bench pressers against each other, or the Larry Wheels and the, and the Gigi, Gigi Mufu. You put them against each other. Then you show this guy get beat by a monster, mm. or by anyone who you know is going to beat them. Yeah. All of a sudden, you've earned a respect from hundreds of thousands of other people. Then you start to show the layers and you keep yeah. these hundreds of thousands of people and interested. You can, and you can always hit reset and refresh and, and start with another two famous athletes Absolutely. at any time. And at any time. I, <laughs> think, I think part of the reason Devin Lorette is so famous is because he beat Shaquille O'Neal on TV. Yeah, that's true. And the mountain. <laughs> the, uh, and the mountain. Yeah, Thor. Exactly. Yeah. I think that you know? Thor video was so stupidly viral. Right. Because um, it confused people. Exactly. Well, who's, this, who's this dude beating the world's strongest man? Exactly. Yeah. How's this skinny guy beating the world's strongest man? Yeah. Anyway, but I'm going to leave it there. All really right, good buddy. chat, man. Yeah. Really appreciate Hold on. it. Look, it goes, no, we got to let it go back because I'm not strong. See, now that would just be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Especially without a strap, I'd be struggling. Oh, there, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. I uh, hope you enjoyed the chat. I really did. And uh, no doubt we'll do it again soon, Bob. Hope I didn't piss off too many people. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> hey, hey. Right, guys. <laughs> See you next time. See ya. Yes, that's a bitch!